cats. Cats. Whoa. Master of the universe. Cats. So do you want me to surprise you or do you want me to tell you first so you can help? I want you to surprise me. You're sure? Yeah. Okay. Hopefully this will be good. We'll see. Hello and welcome to Bad Reception. Whether the critics hated it, the audiences ignored it, or the network pulled the plug, we're here to try to make the best of bad TV. I am one of your hosts. My name is Mike. My name's Morgan. Oh, you're going with the sultry today. Little thing, it's a quiet podcast. Are you trying to... Uh, Every ep lure is in. like the one before. Little thing. Thing. Okay, we're getting dangerously close to paying royalties okay. here. I know Alan Menken. We're, we're BFFs. Oh, do you? Awesome. Um, Michael, why am I dressed up in chiffon and with my nice Tiffany jewelry and I'm drinking a fine $9 champagne? Um, That would be because it's what you wear every week when we record our podcast. Correct. Uh, so I'm not the least bit surprised to see you dressed in this garb, but the audience might not know because I don't think we've brought it up before. I'm also, of course, wearing a uh, penguin suit. <laughs> no, we're just going to let that hang for a second. <laughs> well, just really let it land. That's what I'm wearing. It's not a joke. I'm dressed like, oh, well, I'm dressed like the penguin from yeah. Batman. Mm-hmm. From the Batman. From the Batman. Yeah, correct. Uh, Morgan, why are we recording this on a Wednesday night? Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, a little peek behind the curtain. Um, Ouch. Oh, I wasn't throwing um, shade at you. I wasn't laying blame. It's really hard for me to talk right now while I'm laying under this bus you just threw me under. Oh, the, if anything, it's 100% <laughs> my fault. Um, so, oh, so we're taking that back. I'm I mean, taking it back. Okay. I was just asking you what happened. I wanted to hear your oh, point okay. of view. I thought you were going to blame me for being side of, of the story. This talk. is a real Rashomon episode. Um, so, guys, gather in. Sit on my lap. Except for Whoa. you, Timmy. You knew what you did. Um, uh, we tried to record this podcast, not once, but twice in a single evening and then had to stop. So it was going to be since this is our 20th episode and we've decided that every 10 episodes we will surprise the other host with a television program that they are, have not watched. Um, or something like that. Or, or just whatever. Or just watch the TV show that one of us hasn't seen or neither of us has seen. It's loosey goosey, guys. We're figuring it out. So I presented my first one. And then I forgot exactly what happened with that. So we started recording and we got about 15 minutes in and you revealed the show oh, yeah. was going to be Alias. And then, so I've talked about this show quite a bit. Um, talked about how this is the time before I had DVR, how it was like very important for us to get home to watch my Alias program and how much I love it and how much I love Jennifer Gardner in that and how much I love Victor Garber, et cetera, et cetera. Michael's never really said anything in response. So I assumed that he had never seen it. Which is not the case. So I present it with a smile and a song in my heart. And then he punches me right in the uterus by saying that. He's seen, well, first of all, he responded by saying, oh, yeah, no, I've seen two seasons of that. And then it comes to find out, like, <laughs> he's seen an episode. So, that fuck. Is, no. So, fuck oh, Mike. You're he's just doing the list. same exact thing that I did. I said that I had seen the full first season and some of the second season where I trailed but off. first, he said he watched two seasons. I've seen episodes from two seasons. Oh, that's a stretch. But okay. it's a lot. Because I know every, I know the most of the characters. I know the story. I know the show well enough that I don't think it really works for the premise. Then we went on to do Big Love. Yeah, because I was like, "Fuck this!" I know he hates Big Love. We're gonna watch it, and we're gonna watch a sick ass episode. Yeah, another show so, that I had seen, but not mm-hmm. as many episodes. Yeah, of. I was gonna. This was gonna be an attack position from. I'm gonna make you love this and appreciate it as much as I do. And, and then, then, right when we were about to watch the show, I checked our audio levels just to make sure. And guess what, folks? We didn't record any of Morgan's side of the conversation. Which I think was on purpose. Yeah, it was. It was a real Freudian slip. I didn't want to do it. I'll give you Somewhere a deep inside slip, of me. If you know what I mean. That's disgusting, Morgan. So, Michael, what are we going to do tonight? You. So, we're kind of doing a twist on what we were doing before. Since we kind of blew through two shows and we don't want to do those again, I suggested that we do a show that I have not seen. 
but Morgan does not know what we are doing yet. Yay! Um, so we're going to do a show that Morgan talks about quite frequently. <gasps> I've heard her bring it up on the podcast before. <gasps> it comes up pretty regularly, and I'm pretty sure she knows I've never seen it. But I mean, like, never, never seen it. Like, I don't know anything about oh this God, show. Oh, my God, guys, I'm so excited. So I'm going to give... I'm going to give her some clues Ooh. as to what it might be. Do you, what well, could it be? Let's just, let's start with, what do you want, a decade? Mm. What do you want to know? I want a decade. So we're, we're talking about the 1990s. 1990s. Specifically, it ran from 1993 to 1999. Mm-hmm. Got any, any questions? Any... Is this an ABC show? This show is from the television provider known as mm-hmm. Scanning out. Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. It originally aired on CBS. It is literally the word right before the years I just said. I could have mm-hmm. just gone back one yeah. word. Yeah, we're having problems. CBS, you haven't seen 93 to <laughs> 99. Please repeat all of the information. You know, uh, some people like to have a recap every three seconds. It's true. Some people do. Continue. Um, it's hard for me to give you clues because I don't know anything about it. I don't mm. want to give it away. I think saying one more thing will give it away. So I'm oh trying God, to. I'm so excited. Trying but to I, guess. Let's I've see what talked about on this program. I'm curious to see. I don't think that this is a uh, a well regarded show necessarily. Do I like it? Do yeah. I talk about it well? Mm-mm. As far as I know, it would be really weird if you didn't. I like most um, things. It has, oh, nice. It has a 6.9 on IMDb. <laughs> Get it? Because it's, like it's not 7. Because it's very close to 7, everybody's most hilarious number. Um, because 789. Boom. What do you, what do you want to know about this show? Is it? Yeah, give me, give me a couple yes or no's. Okay. Is it a family show? I would say yes. Is the lead a male? No. The lead is a female. Yeah, I did. I pulled the switcheroo on you. Mm. Oh, I Metacritic like has this as an 8.2. So we're going to count this as a good TV show. But so that makes sense for good reception. Three to 99 CBS. I will add it's a comedy. Okay, yeah. So a half hour comedy. With a female lead. With a female lead that you talk about a lot. If I talk about a lot. Well, is... you don't always talk about it. Sometimes you sing about it. Sometimes I sing about it. 93. <laughs> I like that somebody podcasting. I like that somebody knows, well obviously they all know because it's in the goddamn title. Yeah, they're listening. Unless, There's a big picture of it. Unless uh, they can play along at home and you just put <laughs> episode no. 20 good reception up. question mark? Yeah, yeah. No, Intrigue. they know. Lure them in. Um, okay, okay, okay. Um, is this person still doing stuff today? Um, sadly, I don't think so. Oh, no. Is it a single mom? I don't know. I, I don't think is so. Is it a working woman? Yes. Well, in what capacity? Yes, she's working. Not like working the street? No, not like that. Um, I don't know what that is. There is there a 90s <laughs> comedy Obviously. about prostitutes? Uh, sex workers. Uh, yeah. Uh, Pretty Woman, the television show, clearly. Um, I can't believe there isn't. Is there one? There might be. I would be surprised if that. We'll didn't have to look get into that. Pitched. Write that down, future Mike. Um. Okay. Can you give me and can you give me the star? Just give it to me. If I give you the star, you're gonna yeah, get it. Yeah, but then I'm gonna get excited. I, I'm curious. Oh, it looks like she is still doing stuff. I just haven't seen her in anything for a while. But yeah, she is still doing Sometimes stuff. Sometimes I sing about it. Okay, it's the thing that you talk about the most is the theme song to this tv show this theme song to this 90s sitcom starring a female that is about her doing a job um (laughs) i don't know what it is i i would believe that the lead character is uh, a new yorker she's a new yorker (gasps) oh my god guys oh my god did you figure it out she was <laughs> oh working at a bridal shop in Flushing, Queens, till her boyfriend kicked her out of those crushing scenes. At least it's finally appropriate. Oh my God, guys. I'm so excited. You don't, okay, guys. First of all, 
Fran Drescher. Yeah, because she was just on Broad City not that long ago. Yeah, that's what I just and saw. She, well, she's she on had, Hotel Transylvania, apparently. Good for her. I know she had breast cancer. So yeah. Good f- I'm glad. That's that why I was saying, it. unfortunately, because I thought she was not working anymore. But um, great. I love Fran Drescher. I, Love this show. The show is not good, but it it has very good reviews. Uh, uh, almost a seven on IMDb, eight point two on Metacritic. Those are pretty good scores. The show does not work if it's not Fran Drescher because she's charming as hell. Oh, but good thing it is Fran Drescher. But good thing it is because we get Fran Drescher for half an hour every week. Um, so I you love are not, this show. You are not one of the people who finds Fran Drescher to be excruciating. No, annoying. not at all. Neither but, am I. I'm genuinely not. I love Fran Drescher. Okay. What do you, but then what do you know her from? Uh, from The Beautician and the Beast, uh, from UHF. Oh, that's where she's in UHF. Okay. Uh, she's in a lot of stuff. She's in this made-for-TV Wes Craven movie starring Linda Blair called Summer of Fear. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I think that, that was her very first thing. Um, I don't know. She's just a character actress. She appears on lots of stuff as a com- like a comic side character. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's super famous just for her voice because yeah. she has a high-pitched nasally, nasally. voice. Which doesn't bother me at all. I never, I never had a problem with that. I think she's funny, and I think she's very attractive. So yeah, she's that's the other thing. The outfits they put her in, holy shit, guys! Uh, I skipped the gym tonight, and I'm gonna feel real bad afterwards. <laughs> this is just one of those shows that like my family didn't watch, and it was, I guess, like ninety three to ninety nine. I was like a teenager ish, early, like you know, eleven mm-hmm. to. Yeah, I mean, it's very much geared towards. I guess family, like a but family I just show, think like. I always think of moms watching it with their daughters. Like that's the okay. kind of yeah. demographic I feel like they're pitching. I think that my family, or maybe my mom specifically, just thinks that she's annoying. Yeah, she has a thing with people with annoying voices. Like she hated when I watched Inspector Gadget because uh, what's that guy's name? He's the guy from Get Smart. Uh, D- doesn't matter. Okay. Nobody knows. Anyway, Steve Carell. <laughs> yeah, Steve Carell. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, this was not a show that I watched in my house. This was a show that my best friend loved that she acted, maybe this is why I think of, uh, it being geared towards mom with daughters because I would watch it with my best friend and her mom. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, there's my affinity for it is because of the actual experience of watching it, but also because I I grew to really appreciate Fran Drescher and her comedic abilities. I think Mm -hmm. she's, I think she's hella funny. And I think that. Also, she's very charming. Um, also, there's another character on the show that I think is super awesome. And I don't know the actress's name, so apologies to her. But uh, the woman who plays Cece, I think, is a great foil for a joint. For, okay, for well, don't answer. give me too much information because okay, I'm supposed to try to guess what's going on here. Um, also, okay. his name is Don Adams. Don Adams plays Inspector Gadget. Oh, so, Don, I know Maxwell you're listening because you're probably still I'm super alive. I'm pretty sure he's very dead. Um, so, Michael, let's get into it. What do you think this show is about well i have to imagine yeah he died i have to imagine so yes of course she's working she's, michael and i said what kind they of work because at first the first thought that i had was you mean like is she a businesswoman and i was like no but then i was like well she is working but then you said working michael, we go michael, to michael. the other kind of working girl um that's going in because <laughs> you made a face like I said something horrible or was doing something not okay and then just belched. Okay, continue. Yeah, so I imagine that Fran Drescher is a nanny. Are we thinking? I'm, are wait, we thinking wait, 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 wait. What? Maybe she's Did not. She? I, I mean, obviously she has to be, but I guess it could be that the nanny is this other character, mm-hmm. and she's she's the mom character. But I'm going to say she's the nanny. Mm-hmm. Um, but as for who the family is, I don't know. I would guess that it's a single dad with three kids, mm-hmm. one boy and two girls. The girls are the older mm-hmm. ones, and the boy is the youngest. Don't give me yes or no yet. Okay. I'm going to say that the dad is an architect because 50% of the time people on movies or TV shows are architects. Yeah, uh, particularly with the like mid to late 80s and through probably yeah. all the way through they the 90s. They needed to design a lot of buildings in the 80s and 90s. Oh, we did. Tell me about it. Um, but it's a good thing that they got that done and now we don't have to do it anymore. So yeah. there's no more architects. That's right. Um, These are the buildings you get, people. I'm going to say that it revolves around her being kooky and eccentric and the dad being wound up and uptight and that over time they fall in love and that's the whole that's the whole series 
You've got 98% of that correct. Okay. <laughs> Was um, it just the kids? Was it just the sexes of the kids? Uh, I think if I remember correctly, there's two boys. No, there's two girls. You're right. It's an older sister. The middle is a brother, if I remember correctly, and the youngest is a, a girl. Okay, yeah, I was real close. Um, I don't remember what Mr. Sheffield does. Is his name Mark? No. Is his name Craig? He's British. Oh, is his name Chauncey? Probably Chauncey okay. Sheffield. Oh, he's British. The fourth Esquire. Are the kids British too? No. Okay. So the kids have American <sighs> accents. So we're we're in we're in I believe Flesh and Queens. No, that's where she, she came starts from. from Flushing Queens. Oh, is I it think, in England? No, we're in, I think, the either the Upper West Side or the Upper East Side, whatever Well, you better get it straight, because those are very different. Morgan. I know. What's the more fancy one? I don't know anything one? about New okay, York. Well, then don't fucking call I'm me out on it. I'm just kidding. They're probably Bitch. in the village, Jesus. Bitch. Yeah, or, yeah, they might be in the village. I can't remember exactly. Or the and Bronx. I feel like he owns... Oh, my God, they're not. <laughs> no, they're in Harlem. Um. Uh, yeah, I think he owns... A hardware store. Fancy business. Oh, because he's British. I forgot. Yeah. And also because they're like super, super rich. Does he own an architect store? He might own an architect store. Okay. That's what I thought. Uh, he owns, uh, you know, lots of architects. Uh, Mosby. He owns. <laughs> he owns. Uh, he only owns fictitious architects. Uh, Does he, he own Art Vandalay? Uh, Art Vandalay. He owns Tom Hanks in Sleepless in Seattle, et cetera, et cetera. Hey, that's 93. Um, So maybe he is. Mm, I think think not. So I think the, uh, like this normal storyline goes, the mother died. And so he's left taking care of his children. Uh, If only there was another show that had the same, same premise. That would make a whole full house of... TV shows. Um, but they didn't have a nanny come in. No, they had this three. This is young, more like uncles. another show we did. Oh, is it like Trouble with Larry? Nope. Is it like what other show did we do? Uh, I can't remember what. Inhumanoids. Is this like Inhumanoids? Yeah, it is. Are there There's giant be, god monsters? Uh, the decomposer is gonna decompose. Um, no, what was the which one? Which one? Which one? <laughs> Who's on first? Free Spirit. Fury. Yeah. So it's kind of more like that. Okay. She's she's eccentric. She's charming. This is a staunchy British dad who has his kids very much by the book. I think they all wear like khaki kind of uniforms around the house because he. It's like the sound of music, except for in Treasure. <laughs> Does she <laughs> sing? Maria. Um, no, I don't think so. Is there? Are there any other characters? There is. So Mr. Sheffield's business partner, Cece, who's like this typical uh, New York. What businesswoman who's just going out Super there gonna have it all? No, she's not she particularly a, fashionable. Is she she's, a, a fuck. What's Kim Cattrall's <laughs> name? A Samantha. Is she a Samantha? She's not quite a Samantha because she almost has like a Jane Lynch kind of vibe. Even though okay, so she's a Miranda. Thing. But <laughs> caveat: um, she's in love with Mister Sheffield and sees Fran Drescher as a because that's oh. so. Alison Bechdel is. Uh, her her whole thing is just not involved in this situation. Okay, gotcha. Um, For a second, we, I thought it was starring Alison Bechdel. And I was like, really? Yeah, she's in it. Weird. Um, Does it pass her test? Mm, not so much. Um, yeah, so that's like an ongoing foil between the two of them, except Fran's oblivious. But, so it is like... It's like a Sam and Diane, like like she's trying to get with him or he's trying to get with her, but it's like back and forth. Like, not at the beginning. That kind of, I mean, you see it. Like, it, no, it's no, pretty, yeah. no. Go ahead. No, you go. I mean, I don't mean like they're actually. I guess not like Sam and Diane because they're actually. He's flirting with her. Yeah, they're for pursuing real. each other. I mean, more like uh, I guess like Ross and Rachel, where it's sort of like, oh, oh will she, they? Won't they? Yeah, yeah. It's that's that happens of mm-hmm. the the seasons, and then eventually. They get married. They get married. Of course. And then she has another baby with him. And then she's not the nanny anymore. And then she's or not. She's is the he mommy. still paying her to be the nanny? The, Do they get the another ethical nanny? questions we get into. Do they get Freddie Prince Jr. from Friends? Um. Uh, yeah. So. So how like how do you feel about this show? How much how much did you watch? Do you feel like you watched like most of the show? I feel like I watched most of it, but it's not one of those things that uh, I revisited because i don't know where where are we going to be uh because this isn't something that i owned on dvd and this isn't i don't think something i've watched on streaming yeah so i've definitely seen it more recently like on reruns normally for this show if it's available on dvd i will purchase it Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I did not this time because I didn't have enough time. So we're going to be watching this on YouTube. Yeah. So, what do you know about that 240p? I did not upload it to YouTube. So copyright infringement belongs on those guys. Yeah, which when we return, I will provide the YouTube user's handle. And I will also purchase this on DVD now. And that makes up for it. That's the rules. Those are the laws of America. I read them pretty carefully. What? Uh, are you going to watch the pilot? Oh, you got to tell me. I'm kind of backwards running this show, so I'm not really sure what we should do. I think maybe the pilot will be the best way to go about it. Really? I'm for a sitcom, sure. though? Just tell me. You, you told me what the setup was. You think... The, I feel like pilots for the sitcom, like for Free Spirit, was like all setup and no jokes. Like, I want to have some fun jokers. Yeah, I'm thinking... Uh... Look up the best episodes of the nanny.com. <gasps> Fuck. What? Michael, I forgot about another very key character in the show. Oh, I thought you were seriously going to change the show again. And I was like, no. Morgan, we already recorded it three times. I misspoke earlier when I said CC was the foil. Well, no, CC. No, here we go. It sounds like you're misspeaking now. Uh, Fran, our titular nanny. Is she named Fran? Uh, yeah. Weird. Mm-hmm. So um, this must have been written for her. Fran's a pretty weird name. Yeah, I think. Well, this is. I don't know what she started. I don't know if she was doing comedy. Yeah, she's a stand-up comedian. Okay, so this we're in the the whole vein of television networks being like oh seinfeld's working everybody yeah. else have a show right so here we go. have a show have a show hey you have hey, a show jonathan silverman have a show have a show uh phil rosenthal my boyfriend you have a show so fran is the foil to cc okay we got that kind of but there's another, there's character. another character who is more combative with cc and that is niles the butler. Oh, who, is he going to be a sassy gay black man? Uh, no. Okay, dang it. It's not Fresh Prince. Is he <laughs> gay? <laughs> I don't. I don't think he's overtly gay. But yes, Jeffrey seems to. Jeffrey come off a is bit. very sassy. Yeah. Uh, no, he is a white British man. Oh, okay. Or I'm sure probably an American doing a terrible British accent. <sighs> Are you going to do okay. a, a Halloween episode? No, we're not. But I don't see. I imagine. I think I remember this. Well, don't read too much about it if you don't okay. even remember it. I think Does I it sound it. like a good one? What is it? What yeah. episode is it? What is it called? Okay, what so number think, is it? So we are going to do season two. Listen, all you nanny heads out there, get so ready to get psyched. Uh, hopefully this is on YouTube. I didn't check. Episode 20. That's true. So we'll see. Maybe we'll come back and be like, guess what we didn't do? Um, and this guest stars another staple of Jerry Morgan's Seinfeld. childhood. Raffi. I mean, kind of in that vein, though. Shh. What's her name? Sherry Lewis. Yes. No Sherry way. Lewis this. So we're going to do this one. And I think I remember it. I Is Lamb Chop in it? I think so. <gasps> yeah. We're going to do this. Holy shit. We're going to do this. And Damn. it's called Lamb Chops on the Menu. Okay. I will. Then I, it's got to Guys, be. guys, get excited. Guys. <laughs> what a weird episode to choose. Okay. Um, I'm going to watch The Nanny for the first time and maybe I'll like it. The Nanny Calls Fran. Hi. I'm Fran Fine, the new nanny for the Sheffield Kids. Hi. That's Maggie. Hi. I'm codependent. That's Gracie. Help! I've fallen and I can't get out! That's trouble. The Nanny premieres Wednesday, November 3rd. It's not just a job. It's an adventure. She was working in a bridal shop in Flushing, Queens, till her boyfriend kicked her out in one of those crushing scenes. What was she to do? Where was she to go? She was out on her family. So over the bridge from Flushing to the Sheffield's door. She was there to sell makeup, but the father saw more. She had style, she had flair. She was there. That's how she became the nanny. And we're back. We just watched an episode 20 of season two of CBS sitcom The Nanny, starring Fran Drescher. Mm-hmm. And As- I have only one thing to say. Hmm. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Sheffield. All right. So we'll probably do this kind of like how we did Lost. We can kind of do a mini recap, but I wouldn't go through beat by beat on this yeah. one. And just kind of give our thoughts and uh, maybe I'll have some questions for you about the show in general. Yep. So we did find, it took us a while, we did find the Lamb Chop episode. God bless you, Daily Motion. 
Uh, yeah, this was <laughs> this was hard to find on the internet. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. Do you want me to start? Do you want to say how you felt about rewatching it? Um, what should we do? I need to do a corrections corner real quick because I corner. said that Mr. Sheffield was a fancy business person, which is actually entirely true. I totally forgot that he was a producer, a big Broadway producer. Broadway producer, specifically. Yeah. Specifically. He and CC are uh, Broadway producers. Okay, let's get into it. So, uh, real quick, um, I want to, before we do that, mm-hmm. I'll do a tiny correction that Fran Drescher is exclusively a comedic actress. She is not a comedian. Okay. Um, but she co-created this show. Hey. With this, with her husband, they ma- made this show. This is based on like people that she knew in real life. That's awesome. Yeah. So like, this is Fran Drescher's show. I think that's really cool. Who run the wire up? Fran. Okay. Um. So we know we know Fran Drescher, guys. We know her as the nanny. In this particular episode. We get a, a two for a one-two punch, if you will, of childhood nostalgia. Um, uh, let's just get into the recaps, or do you want me to talk about rewatching it? Because that's what you said. That's what I said. But do whatever you want. Do you want to just recap do it? Whatever I want. Um, rewatching this, like, um, it was like it's a it's a transportative device. Mm-hmm. Makes you feel like you're back being I a do. preteen. Mm-hmm. And laughing at all the dumb dumb jokes. It's a lot of. Um, it reminds me a lot of. Uh, like Catskill Mountain type mm-hmm. jokes. Yeah, and by that I mean like corny. Yeah, it's a over lot of the like, top jokes. Just like yeah, you expect Henny Youngman to be there, and then hear maybe a, a badump bump in the background. Um, also, a lot more cheekier than I yeah, recall. There's a uh, lot of pretty bordering on rebeldry. Yeah, I would say that if, from this episode alone, that I would say this, I would play th- place this more in the straight sitcom as opposed to family sitcom. Yeah. Like, this doesn't feel like a TGIF show. Yeah, I don't see the whole family sitting down. Yeah, this is more like Fresh Prince, where it's like, it's kind of in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not inappropriate for kids. There's inappropriate stuff, but most of it will go over their heads. But it's for everybody, I would yeah. say. So, yeah, in that vein. Whatever whatever you'd call Fresh Prince, I would put this. This actually reminded me a lot, even though, weirdly, the characters are very different. This reminded me a lot of the, the style of Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. The, like, tone, I guess. With the big performances and cheesy yeah, acting. Yeah, because you got it. It's a fish-out-of-water fish situation. Fish-out-of-water in a rich yeah. home. With a butler. Yeah. I guess there's a lot of similarities, but no Will Smith. No. But Fran Drescher, not a bad substitute. Um, yeah. Do you want to go over the recap? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So we kick off with Fran Drescher bursts into Mr. Sheffield's office like she does every week. Um, she's got a problem. Her mother, Sylvie, who, again, this is like all flooding back to me. I totally forgot about her mother, Sylvie. I totally we, forgot about her grandmother, Yetta. Yeah, we didn't get any of her mother. No. We only, only referenced, so I don't and, know that character. And we're probably going to have to watch more, because you need to see Yetta, because Yetta's one of the best characters of all. Mm-hmm. She talks about her in this episode. Um, so we find out that Sylvie has a giant bunion on her foot. It looks like a thumb. She's not wearing socks. She might as well be wearing mittens. Right. Hilarious. Um, we learn, while we're in that office... CC's on the phone talking very loudly like she normally does, that she's having her apartment remodeled and that her beautiful Pomeranian Chester needs to be kenneled. Does Fran Drescher like that? Or Fan, excuse me, Fran Fine like that? No. No, she does not. She does not. She suggests that Chester come and stay with them in the Sheffield home, which Mr. Sheffield likes. Does not like. He does not like. This sounds like the premise for a episode of a sitcom. There, I I smell a belly of laughs coming. But they kind of flip it because that's really not the premise of the episode. It's no. not like, what kind of crazy shenanigans does this dog get into? It's involved in the episode, but no. I mean, I already we already know Lamb Chop's going to be in this episode. Yeah, y'all know. But let me tell you who the star of this show is. Is it Fran Drescher as the nanny? Absolutely not. No. The star of this show is... Is Lamb Chop. Uh, and it makes me wish that Lamb Chop could have become more of like a Pee Wee Herman <laughs> yes. bordering on adult humor children's program. Yeah. Sh- Sherry Lewis is so freaking funny in this. This is amazing. Her, her puppetry in it is... Oh my God. It's like Buster Keaton 
level it's like so good physical humor it's so good the subtleties that she's able to do with, with her a fucking with a sock, sock bucket it's not puppet. a full puppet it's just her fucking hand that we're seeing and, she and she's able to do it. yeah it's incredible i i appreciate her so much more now but it's really funny because she's going all out being as dirty as you can oh, be we're getting blue on this shit we got lamb chop full on just jones in for mr sheffield lamb chop has an orgasm yeah on screen that mm-hmm. is not a joke yeah it's great she gets uh because lamb chop's a girl right yes okay, uh... I'm just sure. she gets her belly rubbed and she's like oh yes oh. <laughs> and then the arms are going back and forth mm-hmm. like and in she's pleasure her, her her uh back arched yeah it's pretty funny so uh before we get introduced to lamb chop cc drops a bomb on so really the the whole issue with this or the what is the word we want the the conflict uh, conflict i was trying to come up with it too <laughs> in this episode a twofold stems from cc like it normally does because that you know i don't we just love to hate her uh um, right so i'm assuming that sort of character is just like the people you're just mean to that character yeah because i didn't really think she was funny it was just that mostly the butler whatever his name is yeah everyone shits on cc but what's the butler's name niles niles whatever like niles just constantly is making fun of well CeCe. she dishes it back to him too yeah, but, but, but I, hers, really isn't, that hers isn't like that funny. It's more just like a retort. And then he's like, dang, you just set me up for another slam. Yeah. Yeah. Now is like the sixth man of this of this show. Oh, he, he's so funny. Coming I off love, the bench. With, I had to look it up. I, I already forgot his name, but I love that he's a, uh, an Arkansas native. Oh, really? yeah. That's love funny. Um, so CC, we find out was talking with somebody at a lunch and managed to take their joint money. Cause she's a partnership with Mr. Sheffield uh-huh. and this producing team. Um, and purchased the rights to lamb chop colon the movie, the movie, and but Morgan, they're not movie producers. They are not They're Broadway producers. They are esteemed Broadway producers who like Sheffield's like dropping all these names. I can't remember what he said now. Uh, Anthony Quinn. Sure. Anthony Quinn. <laughs> Uh, and then they're saying that Broadway's dead. They make a joke about Brooke Shields. In Pedal Pushers. In Pedal yeah. Pushers. I'm not sure. That must be based on truth because the audience responds really well to it. Was there a big bomb starring Brooke Shields? Doesn't matter. Morgan's going to look it up. <laughs> was Brooke Shields in a Broadway production? Okay. I found this on the web for was Brooke Shields in a Broadway production? Oh, she has a lot of credits. I'm not doing this right now. We'll come back Alexa. to it. Hey, Alexa. What Broadway musical was... Nope. Oh, Alexa. What Broadway musical was Brooke Shields in in 1993? Sorry, I don't know that. <laughs> okay, good. We got... I'm glad we have God, this technology. Goddamn cool. devices. Fantastic. Anyway... I guess it might not be a musical. Yeah, something. Anywho. So, we smash cut to... Wait, we didn't say that friend Drescher is wearing a rainbow. Her, oh, she is. Her sweater is an exploding with colors. I was like, oh, okay, this is what we're going to be getting into. So, yeah, she's like uh, like Peg Bundy in, in her outfits. Yeah, her outfits are always... But they're also, like, they're usually ridiculous, but also sometimes they're really, really cute. Mm-hmm. They're super cute. They weren't bad. Mm-hmm. They weren't, like, ugly. They were just extreme. It makes me wish I would have been the... Uh, costumer on this. I like I liked sure her weird black and white and red suit. Mm-hmm. Always, always with the tights. She's like on fleek with these tights, mm-hmm. and usually the knee high boots. Yeah, and oh, of course, like the huge Julie Louis Dreyfus right mane of hair. hair. Yeah, yeah. It's, he how, calls he calls her the lady with the big hair. I don't know how somebody can achieve that height. It's something that I aspire to in my life. I, I mean, you've got to have there. a lot of hair. You She's got have, a lot of hair. She's got a lot of hair, and it's very thick, yeah. and I'm jealous. Yeah, it's beautiful hair. Like, yeah. I was like, I, I was into Fran Drescher in this show, for yeah, sure. Yeah, she's, she's hot. Yeah. She's super hot in this Way show. Hot. She's a gorgeous lady, and she's also, again, I'll say the word again. Again? <laughs> charming. Charming. Um, quite. Quite charming. Oh, um, she makes, oh, we're going to skip over this joke? No, we're not going to skip over this joke. I'll get to it. Okay. 
Well, that's with the children, though. I know. Okay, so we'd go and we'd <laughs> I only tell wrote the down like five things, but this joke is a killer. So we told. So Sheffield has an older daughter. The kids Maggie. are almost not in this episode. Yeah, are they, they in it more? They're usually? in it more because they're pretty precocious. Okay. So Maggie, because I was like, these kids feel pretty auxiliary. Like, oh yeah, sometimes they're in the background to make sure that we know no, that Fran has a job. Full beats. Um, Maggie is the oldest. Yeah, she's um, like going no. on a date in this one. Yeah. It doesn't matter what their yeah. names are. Yeah, uh, it might be reversing the oldest and the youngest. Maggie's the oldest. She's very much, of course, filling the role of... The um, nerd. Well, also, because she's also, like, the... My mom's died or young, so I feel like I'm responsible to be more right, of right, a right. strong... The dominant female right, role right. in the family. She came she off as, that. like, the bookish kind of character. I'm not sure. And very she's by the book. She's, very, yeah, yeah. she's not in it very much. Um, but and then, is, and then the boy is like the troublemaker. He's a, he's a, he's precocious yeah. for sure, um, and incredibly smart. And then Grace is the youngest. Mm-hmm. She's like the sweet, uh, like Mara Wilson type. Is character. she is she the the Raven Simone of this show? I don't know what that means. Oh, see, this is, is our ad- hold on. This, is she this the is adorable? Our, this is our generational gap. Uh huh. You're going Cosby Show. Uh-huh. You say Raven Simone to me. I think of that so Raven. Oh, and no, I it's was not. like, she doesn't have, she can't see into the future, Michael. I don't know what you're trying to pull. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Raven Simone on the Cosby show where she was the, like the freaking adorable mm-hmm. little girl who Rudy. always had like, not is that Rudy? Rudy? No, Who's... her name is something else. I don't know what her name is on the show. <laughs> Made a uh, big impact. But anyway, she's like, she's like a later addition to the show and she's like the hilarious one-liner little girl i'm glad we're talking about the cosby show okay back to our show okay so um Ferran and mr sheffield i can't really remember the setup but they go and they tell the children that or at least grace that lamb chop is coming yeah because yeah because sherry lewis is coming to their Mm -hmm. house because so they yeah they get the rights larry larry sherry lewis is larry shanley's coming to their house (laughs) oh man Oh, rest in peace. Buddy. Sherry Lewis is dead too. I know. Uh, both of them make me sad. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, we need to continue. Uh, so, um, what is the setup on this? It doesn't matter. He, she says, she says, oh, he's like a teen, she, he's like a kids' show person. You know who else is a kids' show person? Howdy Doody. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I, so I grew up watching uh, Lamb Chop. I also grew up watching Howdy Doody. And if they got married, is that what she says? Uh, if they got married, then Lamb Chop's, Lamb Chop's name would be... Yeah, Lamb Doody. Yeah, Lamb Doody. I'm glad we took time for this. Um, it was funny when she said it. Anyway, watch season two, episode 20. You need to get that joke. Anyway, I'm glad we really stopped. I'm, right, I'm glad we killed Ooh, it. Oh, Florida. Doesn't matter. Uh, oh, Cheryl Lewis is going to come and see me tonight. Oh, and then this is when they start throwing down the insults between Niles and Cece. And then Niles says something. Oh, because, okay, so Cece comes in and she's wearing a lamb skin coat or whatever. Oh, yeah, or, so so we get Sherry Lewis in the house. Yeah. Is what we we need don't have to go through beat by beat, though. Let's just, I know, but I want to set that up okay. because because this is where we get the great moment when we finally we we first learned that um lamb chop is uh as the children say thirsty uh-huh so She's craving it she gets welcomed into the house because sherry lewis walks in with lamb chop of course mounted on her hand yes she and, plays herself as a crazy person um uh, mr sheffield walks away after introducing himself and lamb chop says oh look at that cute tush Lamb chop said it. She's like, huh? Wouldn't kick him out of the bed for eating crackers or whatever sexual innuendo she yeah. gives. Oh, there's a lot of it. Continue. Anyway, so after they've all met Lamb Chop, and it's really funny because Lamb Chop is making all these inappropriate. CC motherfucking walks in. And she meets Sherry Lewis, and Sherry Lewis is very pleasant and is like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. And then Lamb Chop freaking screams. screams. <laughs> It's so funny. Because uh, Cece has on a lamb's wool jacket. Yeah. Anyway, that's the whole joke on that. But then the, then Niles starts slamming her, and then he gives then he gives Lamb Chop a fist bump, and it made me laugh. Well, because we had a bestiality joke here. There's also a bestiality, because she says, yeah, well, you fuck sheep. 
Well, I mean, she doesn't say that, but she insinuates it. And then he says, I was like, I about, can't believe they said that on this show. And he's like, you know, touche, but every mm-hmm. dog has her day. And that's when you're a fan. Well, bam. And then they fist bump, and it's adorable. Yeah. Niles, uh, there's got to be a gif. If there's not a gif of that, <laughs> oh my gosh, we might just break the internet tonight. Um, I'm going to need somebody to do that for me. Okay. Um. So from there, we, oh yeah. <laughs> I don't can't remember why this gets set up, but I love. Uh, I just wrote down the the bit about um, uh, Mr. Sheffield going to meet with Lamb Chop later on, uh-huh. or going to visit her in her room, and then Fran says, "You better wear a rubber glove." Oh yeah, guys, we're talking about having sex with a lamb puppet. It's a condom it's joke. Hilarious. I you if you're not laughing, then I don't. You're broken. Okay. Then it's probably because recalling a sitcom is not the <laughs> it's funniest because way. Because we're it. not doing this well. Ugh. Then Lord. Oh, we gotta start moving ahead. Yeah. Uh they go into the bedroom after Sherry Lewis leaves. Okay, and so she leaves Lamb Chop. By they we mean we get Val. And I totally forgot about Val. Val is Fran's best friend. Oh, I forgot it's a different I was thinking it was easy. No, yeah, there's Val. No, so she's so, like an, an idiot. She's super dumb. It's fine. We love her. She's beautiful. And she wants to go and meet Lamb Chop because Sherry Lewis has taken off and has left Lamb Chop there. And we get one of the best visual gags ever. They it's walk into the room funny. and it's just Lamb Chop sleeping on her hand with a little cute eye mask on. It's adorable. You really, unfortunately, have to see it for it to be funny. Guys, why are you listening to us? <laughs> fucking go on to dailymotion.com. Stop. Stop the nanny. It. Go to amazon.com and buy season one and two. Guys, it's, it's only $8. It's for free on the internet. <laughs> Get on it. Don't support artists. Fran Drescher gets royalties for that. Does she, though? Yeah, she's the, she's the exec producer. I don't know if she does, guys. Just go to Somebody does. <laughs> i'll post it on youtube um <laughs> um so so we so fran continuing the a the first i guess it's really the b story at this point she's watching chester cc's precocious little pomeranian, pomeranian. um uh, val and fran are snooping around and sherry loses shit and they're not paying attention to chester and i know you guys are now like doing your math you've got the whiteboard out you know like mm-hmm. that. there's a dog carry the three and, the animal. and divide it by 0.522 and yes the dog steals the stuffed animal and finally fran and valor run around trying to catch chester and they all they find when they pick up chester is a single strand and they think the pomeranian ate all of lamb chop which could happen maybe maybe it did it didn't <gasps> spoiler um, anyway, so they think that they've ruined it. Of course, CC finds out because Fran is talking about it with Niles. And then CC is a bitch and goes and tells Max Fields, Maxwell. Maxwell. Coffee. Um, Max what, House. What is happening right now? Did you just run out of juice? I did. Are your batteries running low? Uh, so they're in the kitchen and this is my favorite scene in the whole show okay they're they're in the kitchen talking uh fran and and niles the butler who are the best characters on the show they're the funny they're the funny characters and they're just like cracking up laughing about that the dog ate lamb chop it's not funny Sherry finds out that Lamb Chop was eaten. It's gonna blow the movie deal. <laughs> what? I was just asking us. <gasps> like hilarious. Because at first they're like upset about it, and then they're like, "It's not a th- person. It's not a living being. It's a stuffed animal, and we're treating it like, oh my god, this person died." And they're laughing super hard at it, and Fran is laughing like ridiculously hard at it. And then Cece comes in and is like, what are you guys laughing at? And she's like, it's so hilarious because Lamb Chop got That's not eaten. what happened. Cece snuck in and they weren't paying attention. That okay, she came whatever. In. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So we get this great, like, uh, what is that name of that tune? Oh, it's Chariots of Fire. Chariots of Fire. So the okay. whole gag is Chariots of Fire. Yeah, because it's, it's a slow, slow running. motion running. Yeah. yeah. 
So that whole gag is really funny too. I was talking about literally just the scene where where Fran Drescher is screaming, laughing, and then the girl comes in, the the CC comes in, and is just she's just like, oh, we're just laughing about what? <laughs> oh no, I said the wrong thing. So for the listeners at home, Michael is enjoying this so far. What? We're continuing, yes, and then directly from there we go into the chariots, then of, chariots fire of fire montage. And it's really funny, lots of visual gags of Fran Drescher doing typical marathon running things, grabbing. The cup of water and Out like spilling of it all over her face. Poor Grace's hand and, and just, just throwing, throwing it, it onto their like ornate marble floors. It's just a bunch of ridiculous it's physical humor. It's really funny. She finally catches up with Cece and then Cece is running into Sheffield's office and then the door gets slammed in her face and she like slides down it like Kermit the Frog. It's very cartoony. The whole show is yeah, very cartoony. It, it is. Um, anyway, Sheffield's like, oh, well, sucks that the pup got eaten, but you know whose fault this is? The dogs. Who's belongs to? Cece. It's all Cece's fault. She got the movie and her fucking dog's the one who He didn't want to do this movie anyway. Cece's fault. This is why we hate her. Um, uh, so, Fran, because she's a sweet baby angel, tries to save the day. Yep, so she has puppet surgery she tries to do puppet puppet surgery well not surgery because there's nothing left in lamb chop she makes a new puppet which basically looks like miss piggy meets a hane sock i don't know how it basically looks like if you tried to make lamb chop at your house which is like pretty good but but not lamb chop but not lamb chop because she's making her kind of look like a cheap uh a cheap beauty contestant okay because it's got like big blonde hair and these huge false eyelashes it's over the top right I guess. <laughs> Isn't yeah. that the way that lamb chop looks already? No, it doesn't. It, she has like lambs, fake lambs wool, but this had like full on blonde wig. Oh, yeah. She has like a big, big yeah. hair. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But lamb chop has like big eye, eyelashes. Yeah, and, but like, these look extra spidery. Okay. And cheap. So she does, She and she calls it a fran chop. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Sherry Lewis comes in. She's like, what the hell? What, guys? Yeah, where's my lamb chop? This is my fucking livelihood, assholes. And then Sherry Lewis is just dropping bombs left and right. <laughs> Niles comes back and for some reason it was stuck to a towel or something. He's doing laundry in the kitchen. Oh, they and washed it's revealed it. that the dog must have dropped lamb chop down the laundry chute. So lamb chop is fine, kind of. It's all like tattered, but Yeah. But she can It'll work. She's fine. I'm sure there are many lamb chops. I think they probably would have been okay. So, uh, Lamb Chop is understandably very upset about this whole deal. Oh, yeah. It's pretty funny again. Anytime um, Lamb Chop is on screen, it's pretty funny. So, Lamb Chop's t- talking to Sherry Lewis. And Sherry Lewis is talking back to Lamb Chop. And they're like, we need to get out of this movie deal. And then, so they decide to march on out. And then Fran Jester says something about, you know, getting a contract with Miss Piggy. And Lamb Chop marches her little cotton ass back into that kitchen she's like no we're gonna figure this out yeah i'm not losing another gig to fucking mix piggy mix piggy miss piggy remix piggy remix um uh, so because mr sheffield's so charming he goes and talks to lamb chop and lamb chop's like well maybe we can discuss this in private so sherry lewis and lamb chop and mr sheffield go marching out the door and cc and then cc and fran march back behind them um and then immediately Cece and fran get kicked back into the kitchen because you hear lamb chop saying get out of here this is just between us she's like this is a private meeting and then after a quick beat sherry lewis walks into the kitchen so it's just mr sheffield and the lamb chop in the living room by themselves and then she basically just looks right at camera and goes like i don't know what up what up what and that's the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about the other, like the C story of the the daughter wanting to go to the uh, drive-in. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Doesn't it's matter. Fine. It's we not important. That. That's it's what not. The, it's not as funny. That's what the button at the end is about. But it doesn't matter anyway. That's the episode. Um, Michael. Yeah, take it over a little bit. So, what did you think? I thought it was good. I thought it was funny. It's it's hard that we chose this episode because I'm like, my favorite character on The Nanny is Lamb Chop. <laughs> so, I'm like, I would have to watch another episode before I could confirm that I like this show as, as a show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that the writing was pretty funny. Um, 
like we were saying, it's that kind of broad, uh, over the top humor, yeah, cartoony. But like, Fran Drescher is really good at that. So her stuff is funny, and the Butler guy Niles is really dry, and so he just is always constantly like kind of like being the mm-hmm. other half of that of like bringing it back down with like one liners. I mean, again, it's really like Will Smith and Jeffrey the Butler. Yeah, it really is a lot like Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh, Maybe that's why I didn't watch it. I was just like, I could just watch the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. This is the intro to. Uh michael's it even has even has a a theme song about it yeah well so that's one of my favorite things about this i love two things in this world one my cats i mean come on (laughs) two i love self-referential theme songs yeah that's my favorite thing in the world yeah and like condensing the entire backstory into a a 30 second jingle it's a tasty treat i love everything it's fun i like the jingle and i really like that it's animated it's fun animation during the credits um but that song is not as good as fresh Prince bel-air sorry yeah well i'm not uh you're the only one who's we're, bringing it we're up. directly c- comparing and contrasting yeah we're not doing that we're fresh absolutely not doing that because we're not talking we're not tackling real world uh issues like the front fresh prince of bel-air true oh my lord i can't speak we're, we're never getting out um yeah well i'm just saying that because that's a show that i did watch when it was on and so like that's just my frame of reference and i love that show but this is very similar so that's good and i love fran drescher as the main character the other characters on it were pretty bland yeah um even the characters that you said were good so maybe this is just a bad episode for them because like i was saying like cc's kind of like mad she doesn't really do anything Mm -hmm. her friend could be funny but she's not in it that much vicky was her name Val. val val was her name um, the kids do almost nothing in this. Yeah. And I think the main... Well, it's like, it's a, it's a guest spot. No, heavy I, know, show. I know. I know. Uh, I'm just saying all, I, this is the experience that I got from this particular episode. It's the only episode I've seen. The, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, the main guy, Maxwell, mm-hmm. is like not good. He's not, yeah. Like, I didn't enjoy anything that he did. So that was a problem. But... Only, be, I mean, because he's like the second main character. He's better when they try to bring him more grounded into it. it it's it's a problem because it's a comedy show. When there's the more serious moments between him and Fran, mm-hmm. you get like you can get behind him and you can feel for him. But for the most part, he's just played pretty broadly. He just has to be. But I mean, like the straight man can be funny though. But like he's playing like a boring straight man. I would imagine sometimes they put him in situations. he's not a good comedic actor. <laughs> right. I would imagine they'd have to put him in situations sometimes where his, like, stuffy Britishness is in itself funny because he's put well, into Well, yeah, a... and that's it. Because that's the joke. Is right. It, this is obviously a very stuffy, uppity, right. well-bred person. And there just you're wasn't stuck any... with this trash, basically, from Queens. Right. There wasn't really any of those setups in this one because... It's... Mm-hmm. It, besides Fran, who now is a regular part of his life, so he's not not constantly being like, "Oh, you are so uncivilized." Like, yeah. there's not really any of that in this episode. Um, and there's no, there's, well, I guess she has the conversation with the girl, the older girl in this episode. But I was like, there's almost no interaction with her with the kids. Like, is she even being a nanny in this episode? Seems like she's being like. Well, that's always the question. It's like that's all the other one of the other ongoing jokes is these kids take care of themselves. Right. She's not even doing anything, but she doesn't like clean or anything. Is she supposed to clean too? No, they have a butler. Oh, is the butler supposed to clean? Uh, They probably. I think a maid maid cleans. Yeah, I don't know. What does Um, so a nanny only watches kids? Yeah. Okay. Um, and she. I mean, again, it's a. It's like. Um, Does she live there? She must live there. She lives there. And it's like the sound of music where she teaches these kids that there's more. That Nazis are evil. That Nazis are evil. Always deny them. Um, That being a nun kind of sucks. Um, And that, like, there are these certain rules to life that, yes, absolutely, you should follow that your dad has instilled in you. But there's also laughter and there's fun. And she brings that out out of them. Right. Um, Do you see any problems with this show? Just structurally. Um, other than it's a 90s sitcom, so I'm sure it'll be predictable, but that's not like its fault that it was just like kind of all of these shows. I would say it's hard for me to imagine that romance being that interesting because I don't like that guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big problem. Um, also growth for Fran. Right. Cause you want to see your character. Like you want to see something. Right. She's going to be like developed. stuck as a nanny the whole time. Yeah. 
but then and then the only way out of it is to marry a man yeah yeah it's not great not great um but if you can just live in that world also the kids i mean that older kid is gonna be an adult by the time the last episode rolls around yeah i can't i think maybe she goes off to college she must go off to college at Uh, during that she makes a joke as if it would be like too early for her to get her period and i was like that That girl's like a teenager not the joke michael okay what was the joke the joke because she said it finally happened she thinks she meant had sex she had sex oh yeah that was a joke okay i was gonna say like that girl's definitely like in high school yeah no, that girl for sure has her period. And welcome to Period Corner. Hey, guys. I know you all want to know. Well, when make, did I have my first period? <laughs> well, they make a joke about that on the show, too, because that's what they say to... Well, I mean, they because they, he's trying to get information about... The dad is trying to oh, get information yeah. about what they're talking about. The, um, the eldest girl, Maggie, goes to talk to great to uh, Fran about this this boy that she likes in her whatever class and they're sitting down on the steps and they're snuggling up to each other to talk about this boy and then mr sheffield comes out of nowhere and is like oh i want to be a part of this and sits on the steps with them and then of course it's a great way to get a guy to kick rocks to skedaddle they say we're talking about women troubles it's a women issue it's a women issue and she's like, if you want to get a man to run away as fast as he can. This is good. It's a good character. Just tell him it's women troubles. Yeah, she says something about like the best way to get the Indy 500 to kick off. <laughs> I don't know. What was the joke? <laughs> Who knows? It, it involved the Indy 500. Let's, we'll put it at that. Uh, do you know what uh, what this aired with on CBS? Frasier. No, Frasier's NBC. Come on, Morgan. Oh, yeah, I'm stupid. Um, <laughs> what was on CBS during this time? Uh, so a show that we mentioned last week, which was Murphy Brown. Oh, yeah. That was the big one. That, that was the anchor of whatever, the Monday night CBS. Um, but it also aired with this show, Dave's World. I don't know if you ever watched that. That sounds familiar. Who's it's, in that? It's Harry Anderson's show. Yeah. I don't remember what it's about, but he's like, it's like a sitcom where he's the dad and it's a family sitcom. And he has to go to work at night. I don't. Yeah, he has to go to work at night at a court. <laughs> and he does sleight of hand magic. Yep. Oh, you've seen it. Yeah. I honestly, I have no idea what it's about, but I used to watch that show with my family like all the time. Like I watched every episode. So it's weird that we never watched The Nanny. Like, I mean, I have never seen this show before. Would I watch another episode of Nanny? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that was my question. Structure back as we're almost certainly running crazy long. Um, oh, we're actually doing okay. Uh, yeah, I, I like I said, I will. I'm gonna buy the season one and two of the Nanny on DVD. Yay! Merry Christmas, me. And we'll see if it if it goes from there. If I want to keep watching it, it doesn't seem like a show that I would like get super into. But I did laugh a lot at this episode i did think the writing on it was really funny it's definitely a certain type of humor but it's a type of humor that fits with me really well i really mm-hmm. like it yeah i don't know i keep saying the same stuff over and over i really like friend dresher it, it really is enough we to watch get the show. it you love her why don't you marry her because she's already married um, she's also a lot older than me yes uh michael i would watch another episode I bet we will watch another episode. I will certainly do that. I probably was also to it. Sybil. Sybil was the other <gasps> show. Shit. Sybil. Have you seen episodes of Sybil? Yeah, I've seen all of these shows except for. That's what I'm saying. Oh, weird. Oh, I used to watch Murphy Brown. I used to watch Dave's World. I used to watch Sybil. Oh man, I was going to say that might be a stay tuned, but I love Sybil. Uh, it's pretty short lived. I think it was only one or two seasons. Christine Bransky is brilliant. That's that's why the show is good. Is Christine Bransky? Um, oh, it's created by Chuck Lorre. Ugh, gross. And it had four seasons? Okay, never mind. Can't do Sybil. Wow. Okay. Uh, Michael. Yes. So Is there any, I, I don't know what else to say about this show. So, Michael, her I enjoyed name it. I liked it. is Fran Drescher. Correct. And on the program, her name is Fran Fine. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you. Yes. If you could pick your name, what would it be? If I could pick it? Oh, like if I was yeah, making a TV show? Yeah, if you were like, huh? Like if I was doing this, I was casting myself in the yeah, TV show. Yeah, and you're like, this is the name that I feel like suits me really well. Um, well, I probably wouldn't pick Mike because I don't like it that much. Okay, what would you? So you get the chance to name yourself. What would you do? Um, I'm going to say that I would name myself. I don't know. That's really hard. <laughs> I would say. I'm not going to judge you. Hey guys, I'm probably. I really don't know. Like, I, I don't know what would be cool. 
Um, Not what would be cool, just like you hear a name and you're like, I could see myself as that name. Mm, Larf. Garlamern? Is that a word? Garlamern. I don't know. What do I look like? Do I look like what? Like a Sam? Like a Fred? Like a Craig? Like uh, a, I could see a Sam out of you. Sam, I think Sam. I didn't. That was the first thing that came yeah. out of my mind. I'm gonna I say could Sam. See Sam. I could. See I would Sam be Sam alone. <laughs> I would be Sam. To dance, and if you're listening, call me. Sam H Malone. Do you know what H stands for? Heck. Home. Home Malone. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this shit up. All right, cut the shit, Morgan. Time to cut the shit. What do you guys recommend this week? Well, since we're doing revisit to an episode that I lo- or to a TV show that I loved growing up. Yeah, you're revisiting. I'm not revisiting. I'm going to revisit a recommend that I've already done before. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sure. Because season two is out. Because it's a number rerun. one. Number one. Season two is out. So I got to reboot and tell everyone about it again. Because I just realized what you're going to recommend. Okay. And number two, I'm re- recommending this because this person created a television show that was very popular in the 90s about the late 90s real life inspired comedies, but with a actual stand up. Comedy. No, I'm going to take my time as I set this up. <laughs> He's trying to give me the let's move this. Well, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap nope. it up. Um, guys, Netflix, you got it. I know you do. You're listening to a podcast. You got Netflix. Therefore, I need you to go into your search bar and I need you to type somebody feed Phil. What does this show got? Uh, I don't know. A self-referential theme song that is so badass that I've been singing all day because it's so great. Two, it's got Phil Rosenthal who created Everybody Loves Raymond. And you will love him because he is awesome. He's like, how did we describe him last time? He's like Pee Wee Herman meets Mr. Bean meets... I don't know. A train. Uh, meets, meets I don't know, I a think, funny Jewish comedian. Yeah, I, I think maybe just Pee Wee Herman meets uh, Mr. Bean is pretty good. Um, he's just a ball of sunshine, guys. It's a travel show. Um, but unlike other travel shows where people are just like very serious about everything that they're doing, um, he finds joy in literally everything around him. And it's coming from such a genuine place. And you just can't help but like get caught up. It's so infectious. And somebody feed Phil. Go watch it. Do it, guys. Watch that show. Um, I'm also going to recommend a TV show. Weird that we're recommending TV shows on our TV show podcast. Which Weird. We, we rarely do we that. We rarely do. Um, I'm going to recommend another 90s sitcom um, that I did not watch when it was on or did not regularly watch when it was on, just like this. And watched as an adult and was like, oh, this show's really good. And that is Mad About You. Oh, Mad About You. Mad About You, baby, baby. Yeah. Gross. Tell me why I like that show so much. Because it's funny. And it's got Paul Reiser and Helen Hunt. So this show, yeah, we it's on Stars streaming for some reason. Mm -hmm. But uh, if you can't, you can buy the whole series for like... ten dollars or something crazy but it's really really good and i think it's like something that you need to watch when you're like in your like late 20s or early 30s um because that's what it's about it's about being in a relationship and they just got married or recently got married and it's just sort of like what it's like being a couple and there's a lot of stuff like very relatable but super funny and it's about how much they love each other but how much they drive each other crazy and you know yeah but it's it's super interesting to watch now because you think i don't know for at least me thinking back on it you just think it was like a a regular just your run-of-the-mill sitcom yeah but there is a lot of depth to it it's really smart there is it's also like one of the more emotional Mm -hmm. uh sitcoms it doesn't shy away from like having like an episode be really sad or an episode be like serious yeah they're still like somebody having I don't know, I guess maybe not extramarital relations, but almost bordering on cheating. Um, no, well, I mean, doing, they, yeah. Yeah, but uh, the cast is phenomenal. Obviously, Paul Reiser is so He's good. My He's boyfriend. So, yeah, Morgan's in love with love young him. Paul Reiser. Um, maybe old Paul Reiser, I don't know. Who knows? Um, I mean, he was on Stranger Things season two. Where he He's also it. in an episode of Somebody 
Somebody <laughs> feed Phil. Anyway, also Helen Hunt is is great. I'm not always the biggest Helen Hunt fan, but she's pretty good on it. And the supporting also, you cast. Love Twister. Also, I love Twister, so I got to got to love Mad About You. Um, and the the rest of the supporting cast are also really good. And yeah, if you haven't seen it, or if you're like me and you watched it when you were a kid, and we were like, oh, this is some boring show about old married people. Give another shot because it's actually about cool, young, hip married people in their early 30s. And Paul Reiser plays an editor, which kind of hits home with me. And, and oh, and isn't Helen Hunt like in production? Yeah. Hey, it's kind of <laughs> like us. Yeah. So basically, we like this show because it's about us. I mean. Also, they don't have any kids. Um, But they do have one. But kid. they do have a dog. His so, name is Merv. And one dog is pretty close to being two cats. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, Do you got any plugs? um we plug them on twitter but i'm gonna plug them in real life now um more gooder than guys uh i think mike posted this on twitter yeah i also shouted them out on the show but i we should do it again no i know but i'm doing it now this is not about you this is about me (laughs) you just asked me anywho yeah they're um, great so my turn yeah i'm on the road i'm on the road i'm on the magic carpet um while i was on the road uh a couple weeks ago and even just this past week uh i put literally 12 hours of my life into more gooder than uh driving up north to the bay area uh from la and back down and not only that but while i was up at my mom's house cleaning her house i had chris donnie and Corey in my ear um, I love this show so much. Um, I listen to a lot of movie-based podcasts, but I was telling Michael, this is the first one I've come across that's, uh, A, not pretentious at all. It's, um, I don't know how they're able to do it, like, to express their different views without talking down to one another. Yeah, like, very grounded. Not, it's... Never, like, uh, cutting each other down. It's always, like, very positive. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they'll rib each other a little bit, but it's not coming from a place of, like, I don't know, just that Yeah, what the you opinions don't from. become a problem. Exactly. Nobody's, like, arguing. Correct. Which is funny, because it's a show about arguing. Yes. <laughs> but they do it really well. Yes. Uh, Corey is the voice of the people. Um, and the other thing is, oh, their humor. Um, and maybe it's just because it's, I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm immune to it, but it's also not obnoxious. So I know a lot of people don't like, wouldn't like the po- other podcasts that I listen to that are, uh, based around movie discussions. Yeah. A little they get, bombastic. They get really bombastic, bombastic and are pretty obnoxious. These guys are just like good, fun, loving, home trees um that's just, what they call their yeah. listeners no they'll listen and they'll understand anyway go check out more gooder than i'm not plugging them well uh um, no i think that's good uh, i second that recommendation we're only gonna do rec- one recommendation because we're going long um absolutely listen to more gooder than great show look it up follow them on twitter give them a review on itunes um anything else we have to say about this show i liked no. it what do you give it what would you give it out of 10 stars for the nanny yeah 7.75 Seven point seven five. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. I'll yeah. give it a seven five, but just pretty close. Okay. Um, I think that's gonna do it for us. Thank you for listening to Bad Reception. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you enjoy the show, please help spread the word by giving us a quick review on iTunes and sharing us with your friends. Seriously, just tell somebody to listen to our show. Say, hey, have you ever heard of the show Bad Reception? And they'll say no, because unless you're talking to a very, very small amount of people, they have not heard it. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I do the Twitter. Morgan does the Instagram. They're both at Bad Reception Pod. If you have a show you'd like us to watch, you can tweet at us or send an email to pod.badreception at gmail.com. For those links and more, go to badreceptionpod.com. I'm Mike. I'm Morgan. And that's the end of the podcast. Goodbye. Love that graphite.